Welcome to the Banking on Business podcast presented by Horicon Bank. Banking on Business is aimed at helping entrepreneurs grow their business with practical strategies you can start using today. We are all about engaging our local business community and connecting with other small businesses to raise each other up. Hosted by yours truly, Grace Bruins, marketing officer at Horicon Bank, turned podcaster, at least for the next 20 minutes. Welcome to the Banking on Business podcast. Today, we're diving into a topic about economic development and what local resources you as a business owner should be tapping into. And that is where our expert comes in, our expert and my very own brother, because mm. I can't get any other guests. Mm-hmm. Just kidding. Mm-hmm. Welcome, Joe Venheisen from Envision Greater Fond du Lac. Yes, the price was right. The family discount that I offered for this one, I think. Fit it worked bill. out well for me. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't have to justify it too hard to our Mm -hmm. finance department, which was good. Thank you for calling me an expert as well. That's really kind of It was hard. It was hard, but it felt good. I can tell that it felt good. You had to reach from a deep place there to pull (laughs) that out. I appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Now, Joe, you are the senior director Mm -hmm. of membership and programs at Envision. Why don't you tell us what that means? Because I think I would also like to know. Yeah. Yeah, a lot would. Uh, smoke and mirrors, a lot of it. Uh, so Envision Greater Fond du Lac is a regional economic development and chamber of commerce organization. So what that means is, uh, it's the result of a merged organization back in 2017, uh, when we had a chamber of commerce that served the greater Fond du Lac area and an economic development corporation that served Fond du Lac County. And those two came together in 2017 and put both organizations under one roof with one strategic plan, one board of directors, and one executive director. And what we've uh, created now is a hub for all types of businesses, all sizes of businesses at different stages of development for different types of needs. So uh, within Envision, there's about 600 member organizations, Horicon Bank being one of them. And there are public and private stakeholders that are intersecting all the time in conversations regarding business issues, uh, economic climate, and those problems that are faced by all different industries, those common problems uh, that we can try to find solutions collectively for. Does that make sense? That makes sense. So so what is your role? My role? Yeah. I do a lot of golf. Uh, I drink a lot of coffee. Um, (laughs) I'm sort of the lead network builder for Envision. So I am the the sales force uh, to bring in new members and stakeholders and to increase investments, uh, which is ultimately what you know, pays for the vision, the action behind the vision and the mission of the organization. Uh, And my role is a lot of the getting out, being the spokesperson and connecting the members and the stakeholders. So we're only as good as our network uh, that we serve. And so the more that we know about current or upcoming business happenings, uh, the better we can position ourselves to help, to assist, to pull in uh, complementary uh, voices or or businesses that can be part of that discussion and advance it. So I'm at the forefront of a lot of conversations of connecting people, but uh, really how I spend my day-to-day is um, in a lot of the membership and programmatic needs, which is why my title reflects that, Senior Director of Membership and Program. Our economic development team consists of another five people that are really um, project-based, and they're working on a different cycle. What my role is, is more of 
recruiting members that are paying annual dues to be part of the organization and understanding their needs and wants and then uh, building programs to suit those things. Uh, so trying to, to pull together strategic conversations or uh, best practice sharing, networking events, our golf outing, those sorts of things, so that I can try to uh, connect the membership and meet the needs that are faced by them. I should have been taking notes so that when mom and dad ask me what it is you do, yeah. I know I can answer yeah. it. It's I, helpful. I'm sure they'll subscribe to your podcast. I'm sure they will. Yeah, if you can just help them with the phone and finding where That's to That's what click. we're here for. Yeah. I think we can do it. <laughs> so, Joe, before we get too far into that economic development topic and and how you guys help small businesses. I'm going to do something we call um, a rapid fire intro to the expert. Okay. Okay. So how I, do I prepare myself for it? Big deep breath. Okay. Okay. First question. I may know some of these answers, but our listeners don't. So first question, where did you grow up? I grew up in Burnett, Wisconsin, right off of Highway 26 in the shade of the Horicon Marsh. I'm trying to tie it into Horicon Bank. You're doing a great job. Yeah. I great mean, job. you should know where I grew up. It was it was the I've same home. been as there you. Yeah. a few times. Yeah. We had a shared wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> this was rapid fire at one point. So Sorry. Uh, uh, what is the expected time frame of the answers for a, rapid fire? It's a quick. Got it. It's fast. All right. So, I'll take another deep breath okay. and maybe we'll try again. All right. <sighs> Go on. All right. How long have you been working in economic development? I have been working for Envision for five and a half years. My role continues to change, but uh, that's my tenure with the organization. Okay. And what's the best part of your job? Meeting people. Absolutely. And if you're not directing memberships and programming, what are you doing? Raising two boys, uh, two little hellions. They're awesome. Playing golf and uh, I guess I'm, I'm just enjoying all that the Fond du Lac area has to offer, all the recreation. Okay, last one, most important. Who's your favorite sibling? Favorite sibling. Oh, gosh. Um, do in-laws count? They do not. They don't. They do not. Gosh, that's tough. They would win I would have had 100% escape. of yeah, the time. Yeah, easy escape there. Yeah. Um, we have a sibling that lives in Nebraska who's sort of, uh, you know, the easy one to just grab. And then I don't offend you or our brother who's that's also fair. local. You can so, pick her. Yeah, I'll take Anna. Okay. Yeah, easy. she needs as much love as she can yeah, get, I think. Yeah, exactly. Way out there. All right. Well, good to know. Now we all know you very yeah. well. Yeah. Um, and now before we start talking again in economic development, we're going to do a section called our marketing minute. So Joe, you work with a lot of different businesses. You have seen a lot of different marketing strategies, some good, some bad, I'm sure. Did you know that in 1979, Clairol, which is the, the big hair brand, right? They have hair products, they have hair dyes. They launched something called the Touch of Yogurt Shampoo. So, Joe, how do you feel hmm. about hairy yogurt? Hair yogurt. Um, you know, what people don't know about Clairol is uh, originally uh, they, they were in the petroleum industry, uh, the gas. Industry. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, I guess the, the moral of the marketing campaign here is that hair yogurt is much, much safer for your health than gasoline hair product, um, which is their first failed marketing campaign. Sure. So I, I would take yogurt hair okay. 10 times out of 10 over flammable uh, li- liquid petroleum in my hair. Yeah. I didn't even get to the marketing story yet, but oh. I appreciate that. <laughs> Sorry. You've already given us a lesson in marketing. Yeah. 
the next part of the story, Harry Yogurt, uh, it actually confused customers. They tried to eat the shampoo. They got sick. And to top it off, there was real yogurt in the shampoo, so it smelled bad, right? After a certain amount of time, it started to reek. Exactly. It went sour. Mm. So the company actually endured a multi-million dollar class action lawsuit because of the product. But do you want to guess who is still a top brand in the shampoo and hair coloring industry today? One of their subsidiaries? (laughs) No, it's Clairol. (laughs) Unbelievable. That's right. So brands and businesses shouldn't be afraid to fail. I think that's the moral of the story. I see. The most successful businesses don't always get it right on the first try. So if you're going to fail, fail fast, learn, move on. That's right. Get out of uh, flammable and into yogurt and then get out of that too. Get out of that. Get onto something quality. Exactly. Man. All right, Joe, let's get into the real meat and potatoes here. So how is it that you started working in economic development? My sister alerted me of a job Mm. opening. She seems like a nice Yes, she was serving on a committee for uh, an organization called the Fond du Lac Area Association of Commerce. And uh, she alerted me to a marketing job that was there. She was tuned into the marketing uh, at the time. I was in the auto sales industry and looking for a change. And so I interviewed for that position, had to stack a couple of references uh, together. And it ended up, that was not the role that I was drawn to, but there was another role within the organization. And uh, it seemed to be a natural fit. It was uh, networking, meeting, uh, it was sales. And uh, I've always been a natural connector. So uh, it was fun for me. And I knew that it was a role that I could do well. And that also there'd be a lot of opportunity because at the time, This was pre-Envision Greater Fond du Lac. This was uh, while we still had two organizations serving in their own capacities. And so uh, there were conversations about a merge going on. And so I could tell that if I would stick around, that there would be a lot more for me to take on uh, in the coming years with this organization because things were going to change and they were going to change quickly. So what surprised you about working for Chamber of Commerce? Because if you're your background was auto sales. This is a very different industry. So what surprised you about working for a chamber that maybe you didn't know before? I didn't know anything about a chamber and a lot of people don't. Uh, I had read Harry Potter. uh, Not the same chamber. Not the chamber of secrets. I'm glad you riddled that out right away. Yeah. It (laughs) took me a couple of years and I realized (laughs) it was not, though there are secrets. It was a little bit of a, a change, but not altogether uncomfortable. Automobile sales, any type of sales, if you're talking real estate, you're talking automobiles, you're talking insurance, you know, anytime you're selling, you're getting to know the person across from you and you're understanding a need that you can fill. So the difference, I guess, for me was going from B to C and going to B to B. So out of direct consumer and into business to business sales, which is I think much easier, uh, much more matter of fact, if you will. The business community that we serve, they generally understand their needs and they're willing to have open discussions in, in other types of sales. Boy, if you're, you're, if you're trying to sell cars and you're trying to understand, there's a saying uh, in the car industry that buyers are liars. And uh, it's true because everyone's guard is up in that industry. And so your immediate job is just to break down that wall because they don't trust you. They step up to the table and they automatically don't trust you. And it takes time to break that down. Business to business sales, and especially what we're doing, we're an advocate. 
number one for our business community. So uh, that was a part that was awesome for me was getting into this job, learning the business community, learning the people, the movers and shakers, and then understanding what it is they wanted to accomplish and then positioning our organization as the collective force that can accomplish those things that are shared concerns or visions from all of our stakeholders. Um, and then my job is just to continue to reflect that out to people who are not a part of it and invite them into that membership to be part of that collective and say, here's where we're moving. Do you want to be part of it? What can you add? How can you help with you know creating these solutions to problems? So you have to stay very in tune with what's happening, business community, community in general, I would assume. What are some of the big issues you guys are tackling right now or big challenges that you are seeing at Envision Greater Fond du Lac? There's a, there's a long list of them, but most fall under the umbrella of workforce, uh, the number one pain point for business regardless of industry. And this stems from the fact that workforce is a zero-sum game. There are only so many uh, able-bodied, eligible workers in the state of Wisconsin, in the Greater Fond du Lac area. And uh, unless we are being strategic and proactive about growing that pool, we are not going to replace all of the retirements that are forthcoming. All the people that will be leaving the workforce are not going to be replaced by the talent that needs to come in and needs to come out of institutions and, and a lot of times come in from other states or other areas. So um, issues that we have found that are keeping people out of the workforce. Uh, one is uh, childcare. Sure. So it's been a significant focus of our organization over the last year and a half. Traditionally, uh, and actually longer than that, boy, it's been since COVID hit, uh, really shone a light on the inefficiencies of childcare system and the brokenness of that childcare system. So it has been a focus where we've understood and I think our business community has understood that this is no longer a personal issue, it's a business issue. So for so many people who reverted to working from home and once the pandemic lightened, if you will, had to make this choice of do I re-enter the workforce? Is it financially feasible uh, for me? Does it offset the cost of, of, you know, the high cost of daycare? Or is there even availability of childcare in my area it's a tough choice for a lot of people, and a lot of people have just stayed out of the workforce, or they have significantly scaled down. So that's a project that we have worked in collaboration regionally across a couple of county lines and with uh, public and private partnerships. We've applied for a, a grant that we're you know, expecting to hear uh, about soon, but we have a lot of players at the table who are ready to step up and own some of this uh, initiative so that they can provide an amenity to the workforce that they're trying to attract to say, we can remove this obstacle for you. We can lighten the load. We can make this a little bit easier for you to find good and affordable childcare so that you can be working and producing full-time with us. So that's one. Uh, housing is continues to be an issue for a lot of, you know, workforce attraction. Um, we have, uh, Envision has been involved in a couple of cases of uh, assisting with relocation of professionals. Uh, our role has been sort of a concierge agency uh, to give community tours and to showcase amenities to, you know, put on display the quality of life in the greater Fond du Lac area. And what we've seen is we've talked with folks who have loved the opportunity for the job that they can take and even loved the community after, you know, seeing it on display. 
and yet still can't find housing. And so it continues to be an obstacle that's not easy to fix. It's just a, it's a zero-sum game. We need more housing. We need workforce housing. We need high-end luxury housing for high-paying, in-demand jobs that are being created from our business community as well. And when I say we, I'm, I'm talking about it as, as a region. This is not a Fond du Lac city issue. It's not uh, you know, a city of Waupun or a city of Ripon issue, although each of those has their own struggles, but it needs to be handled regionally. So uh, our role in that is, again, a convener and a catalyst to try to bring together the right people to um, verify uh, data and do market analysis to then take that to a developer and, and be able to showcase the need and facilitate those conversations and incentivize where, where necessary. A big part of economic development is helping um, businesses with expansion and uh, it, sometimes it's attraction as well. And so a lot of what we do in the economic development space is the research and the market analysis to find out, okay, is it feasible? And then when it comes down to the, the time for a project, we have a sister organization, uh, Fond du Lac County Capital Resources. That's our partnership with Fond du Lac County that can then step in as a lending arm that can help with bridging the gap. So uh, there are you know plenty of cases of uh, projects, entrepreneurs maybe, or, or businesses that have wanted to expand that they, they get a certain commitment from their lender. The project costs X, the lender is willing to come in with Y, and there's this gap. And that's where uh, Envision can come in through FCCR, and we can fill in that gap, get the project to the finish line, and make it happen where it otherwise wouldn't have come to fruition. So you guys are covering everything from you know that individual level of bringing in actual workers to, to bringing in big businesses mm-hmm. into the area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and retaining and expanding. You know, it, it, it benefits all of us for these businesses that are homegrown to continue to stay here, even though there are challenges with workforce and there are areas where workforce is more readily available. It behooves all of us to be at the table to, um, to try to ease those pain points and make it more incentivizing to stay here and grow here uh, because we know that the capital investment follows wherever you're headquartered and where your top talent resides, your, your impact follows that. So it's very important to keep these high paying uh, technical skilled jobs here and to help, you know, advance the industries that are growing and, and help them to expand in this area. So for entrepreneurs, small business owners, maybe maybe they have a business they're looking to expand. Maybe they're an entrepreneur, they they want to start a business. How can an organization like Envision Greater Fond du Lac help them? The network is a big part of it. Our organization in particular is pretty uh, out in front of this, uh, this particular audience. Uh, not a lot of economic development or chambers of commerce uh, organizations have the level of dedication that we do to the entrepreneurial space. We have a full-time director of entrepreneurship and small business who her entire scope is to help at any stage. Uh, You have an idea, you already have a business plan, you maybe already have a business that started and you have a couple employees. At any stage in that spectrum where you're at, you can come in, you can schedule time and you can have an advocate that can sit down and help you through. So this is someone that's very street smart. Her name's Raina Jeffrey and she has a experience running a small coffee shop uh, in Campbellsport. And uh, so she has 
lived this entrepreneurial life. And so she can talk from experience to say what it takes, not just from the business plan and the, um, you know, the intellectual components of running a business, but from the grit and determination that it also takes to be running that business. So a, a tremendous asset that we have in house whose services are free. Uh, because it's economic development, it's it's paid for through our stakeholders, through our public partners, and uh, it, it's part of the mission that we offer. The network that we offer is the biggest asset for that budding entrepreneur to learn from other businesses in the same situation. So we can we can again be the convener of similar like-minded business people to connect and learn from one another. We have lots of uh, Main Street retail, boutique, maybe type of businesses that have started to pop up in the last couple of years. There's been a big surge in entrepreneurship. And what we have found is they benefit so much from just connecting with another person who's been there. And that retail space especially is so complimentary because we're sitting in a good example. We're sitting in a co-working space and in a multi-use, um, a whole block here that's, that's, you know, multi-use. When you create a uh, you know, this retail space that has complementary organizations, it, it becomes a destination. So now it's a reason to pull off of the interstate because you have these different places. You have a place to eat. You have a place where you, a man can shop, a woman can shop. There's kids offerings, right? And so where maybe in years past it would be seen as competitive clothing boutique and then across the street, another clothing boutique. We've come so far to say these are complementary organizations because People are choosing Rippins downtown, for example, with with these higher end boutique spaces. Now Rippins downtown becomes the destination, and that average shopper is spending three hours there, and they're going into all of these different places. And so, what we found is, you connect these people, you talk with them, they're very, very willing to share because they know that the success of you know their downtown depends on multiple retailers and restaurateurs all working together and having, you know, this destination that they create. So that's the role of a chamber of commerce. It's the, it's the place where you bring those, you know, entities together to learn from one another and have those strategic discussions to say, what does the overall feel of this need to be so that we can create that, um, that community. So for a small business owner, looking to connect or maybe they've maybe they've been a chamber member for years and years and years because it's what they've always done. They don't always know what they're getting out of it. What advice would you give them? Just keep writing the check. We love it. <laughs> it's just keep keep on coming. With the, <laughs> uh, there's a lot. Uh, that's a substantial portion of our membership is not actively participating, right? They're not, um, they're not coming to the meetings that we put together and that's okay. You often I compare it to your insurance bill. You pay your insurance bill so that your your insurance company is there when you have a claim, so that they're set up and they're ready to respond when your business has an issue. And you should be happy to pay that so that you have that, you know, foundation beneath you. That's a lot of what we do. So even if you're not, if you don't have the time, if you're working the business and you're not coming to the after hours events, you're, you're still funding the mission of an organization that's advocating on your behalf and is working on the bigger issues in the climate of your economy so that you can have that success because you are focused on your business. You're not focused on the legislative action that, that is affecting your business. You don't have time. You need the advocate that's working on it. So that's generally how I try to 
describe, it's not a gym membership, right? <laughs> you're not paying the monthly fee and then only getting the benefit if you're running on the treadmill. You're still getting it because we're working on these things on your behalf. That doesn't answer your question though, Grace. What was your question there? <laughs> uh, what advice? What advice would you give outside of writing the check? Ah, yes. They, they either want to get more involved or they want to find out resources. Sure. What should they do? Well, we make a point of being very approachable. Uh, most chambers of commerce and economic development organizations are because we know the constituents that we serve. So pick up the phone or stop in. Uh, you know, a lot of, uh, of our organizations, we, we have open hours just like you. So we're open eight to five, uh, five days a week. You can pop in or email, set up a meeting, pick up the phone. Uh, we're more than happy to invite you to the table to these things. The more we know the more we can serve. So uh, we have a lot of really, really cool businesses in this area that um, if there's only so many hours in a day, right? And so if they're not participating or they're not at least, um, you know, calling or, or growing their network, it may be that it takes a couple of years for us to find out about them or for me to get in the door and understand it. And, and then, um, you know, think of what they may have missed out on from a resource standpoint. So I encourage everybody when you're starting off, at least ask, you don't know what you don't know. And we're the ones focused on this. So in the, especially in the, you know, current administration with our state and then a, on a national level with, um, with different funds that have been made available, grants and uh, resources that are out there, it's overwhelming. And, and, when you're an entrepreneur, when your name is on the building and you're focusing on what's right here, right in front of you, you don't have time to be searching through government websites to find out what resources you might be missing out on. Well, we do. That's our role. So there may be grants or, or revenue opportunities, things that you can, you can be applying for, or we can help you apply for that you don't know about. So you don't know what you don't know, but at least you have the people in your corner that do just pick up the phone. Or read that email. If you're a member, read the newsletter. Like it's all there. We're happy. You just gotta you just it's just being delivered. Get it out of yeah. your spam inbox and get it into the main inbox. Read it top to bottom. Be amazed what you find out. I'm sure you would. Yeah. Uh Joe, I'm gonna move us over into what we call our inspirational animal fact Ooh, section. Really looking forward to this one. I bet you are. Good. So here's where we get a little inspirational for mm -hmm. our listeners. As you know, Horicon Bank is the natural choice for banking. And that's not just a tagline. We take that very seriously. Um, we, we support environmental causes. That's important to us. So in that spirit, I'm going to give you an interesting animal fact. And I would like you to turn it into a piece of inspirational advice for business owners. And since I know you are a deep sea guy. Yeah. Yeah, spent a lot of nights watching. A lot Nova. of years down there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've I've virtually visited the deep sea for a long Many time. Many times. Yeah, I know. It's this very is intriguing. Yeah, it is. So mm -hmm. we'll see if you you know this or not. Mm -hmm. um, you've heard of a school of fish, right? Of course. Okay. Yeah. So did you know that the fish in the middle of the school actually control the school itself? The fish on the outside are guided by those in the middle. Mm. Are they now? They are. Wow. And they are, uh, that's it? That's the fact? That's your fact. That's all. That's all. And my job is now to Inspire catapult me. that into an inspiration mm -hmm. for all of us. You know, in all my years of deep sea observations, 
I've never talked with a school of fish uh, personally to know this. So I'm intrigued that you've gotten to that point of conversation that you've, you've communicated with these <laughs> fish to find this out. It's a good analogy. Uh, you know, the, the center of the school sort of steering and pulling the strings and all of those on the fringes following along and tagging in. I guess I, I continue to think about everything through my lens of being this convener and at the center of discussions. So I, I would, this is just my, you know, turning everything into a sales pitch, but <laughs> I think this is what we're talking about. This is the value of having a chamber of commerce or an economic development organization mm -hmm. that's at the heart of all of the issues of your entire school of your business community and uh, the, the school of your economic climate that you're trying to navigate through the deep sea, as it were, to be on the lookout for predators, right? Uh, all, all of the different hazards of, of the deep sea. And to have that, you know, that organization steering the smartest fish in the middle, right? And uh, so if you consider yourself a smart fish in the school, it would behoove you to be in the middle, would it not? Sounds, sounds correct. Right? Yeah. If you should be steering, you should be in the middle, right? So if you consider yourself a savvy business person, you should really be in the middle, right where Envision is playing. You should be at the table, mm -hmm. and we want you there to help pull the strings and steer the school in the right direction. How's that? That was really good. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. That felt, that felt deep. Good. Deep sea. Before we end, Joe, I would like you to give one more piece of just actionable advice for our listeners. What's something that after they've heard this podcast, they can put into action right away today? Sure. If you're someone at any level in the business community, everybody that's employed, right, but especially someone that is in a leadership position or is moving, is, is uh, advancing in your career, uh, your network is so critically important. And a lot of folks know this intrinsically, but don't put it into action. You get stuck in your ways. You get stuck in your routine of what you do. This is my nine to five. Then this is what I do. And then this is what I do. And I, I, it's hard for me to break out of that, right? But when you take that intentional time to pick up the phone or to stop in on a business, or to stop in at your chamber of commerce, to or come to a networking event, get outside of your boundary of what this is what I do, your mind opens, you meet people, and you're suddenly, you can, you can take on a brand new direction in your business or a career path that can open up your mind. And this has happened to me just by stepping into the uncomfortable and showing up at that event that you really didn't want to go to, right? It made it way too easy for two years when we were all just Skyping everyone or Zooming everyone, right? It really did. Never had to come to anything, nope. right? And uh, But you would be amazed when you, when you take that breath, take that step and say, I'm going because I need to, to grow my net. I need to nurture my network. You, you're opening yourself up to things that will bear fruit over time. So it's always my encouragement to people is, is just show up, see what happens. You can't, you can't grow your network from your couch. So uh, maybe you can, maybe, you know, you got a podcast for that, maybe, but maybe. I think it's important to be, you know, together with others and learning from one another because there are so many in our area, so many bright 
up-and-coming people and generous, generous with their time and their advice that want to share and want to see others be lifted up and brought along. So you just have to ask. All right. Well, Joe, thanks for your time today. Mm -hmm. I appreciate it. Um, You're going to be at Mom and Dad's for Memorial Day? Softball. Softball. (laughs) You bet. Yeah, I will. Uh, I'll be there. I will probably be playing shortstop. Uh, I might have to wrestle one of our cousins for it, but that's where I want to. Yeah, I want to hold down the fort. Either stick me out in the outfield or catcher or something. Or on the bench. Or yeah. on the bench. <laughs> There's snacks. That's what yeah. I do. <laughs> I was promised snacks at the end of this podcast. Did We're getting there. Are we? Yeah. Good. Yeah, we, we can wrap wanna, it up now. We don't want to crunch them on the foam mics. Is that right? That's right. It's well, thank you for having me. Anytime. Anytime, like tomorrow, <laughs> can I come back? Don't offer things that you're not willing to keep. Anytime that I am available at okay. Podcast Town. All right. All right. I guess I'll, I'll wait let you for know. your invitation. Okay. Anytime. All right. Thanks for tuning in. To stay in the loop on all things banking on business related, visit horiconbank.com slash banking on business and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you.